the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Christy Mandelow, board-certified divorce coach. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelow is here to be your go-to educational, informational, and inspirational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a Christian board-certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. She and her guests will bring you important insight and information, helping you make better decisions through and beyond the process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, all giving you hope and reassurance that you'll be okay. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelow starts now. And here's your host, Christy Mendelow. And hello and welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. If this is your first time listening, a big welcome to you. And if you're back with us again, thank you for joining us. I'm really glad you are here and I think you will be too. Today we continue in our series focusing on the process of divorce. Last week we kicked things off by beginning to look at what I call the consideration phase of divorce. As a reminder, consideration is defined as giving careful thought, typically over a period of time. To me, this is the most important phase of divorce because the major component of it is looking at the process with what I call eyes wide open. It's a time where you would look at the reality of the process with a careful and cautious eye so that you'd have a clearer picture of all that's involved in divorce. And believe you me, there's more than meets the eye. And with an intent to open our eyes, we started talking about the history of divorce in America because of this, and I quote, the past teaches us about the present. Understanding the past can bring awareness, learning, and realizations to you in the present, all of which may help you make better decisions that will benefit rather than harm you and your family now and into the future. Today, we will move to what you need to know before you file and specifically the what, why, and how of it. So you'll want to stay with us because this show will be filled with answers to questions that perhaps you didn't even know you had. (laughs) Next week, we will look at the do's and don'ts of divorce. And after that, we will step into the other aspects, legal, financial, real estate, mental health, and more. And we will do this all through the lens of faith as best we can. So make sure to continue on this journey with us. I pray it will inform you, encourage you, and empower you. And if you missed the last episode, the show is also podcasted, so you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. Just search The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelow. So what you need to know before you file. Peggy Cooper is here with us today to help us with our conversation. 
and I couldn't think of anyone better than Peggy to join us. After all, Peggy is the co-founder of the divorce coaching program I certified through, specifically the CDC Certified Divorce Coach and Training Certified Program. She is also the co-author of several books, two of which are Overcome the Overwhelm, Six Biggest Mistakes in Divorce, and Taking the High Road. I couldn't recommend them highly enough. Peggy also taught me about the phrase, eyes wide open. And that's exactly what we're talking about today, looking at divorce with your eyes wide open. But before I begin our discussion, I want to remind you that this show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing, because it can be an overwhelming life event for everyone involved. So please remember to share the show with those who could benefit. And I must also remind you that we're not here to give you legal advice. And we are certainly not here to coach you to get a divorce. In fact, although the show is called the Divorce Coaching Hour, we will not be coaching today, but rather providing you insight, information, education, and encouragement. Ultimately, what we are here to do is to help you look at the realities of your marriage and divorce with your eyes wide open. And based on those realities and your faith, we are here to walk the path with you as your thinking partner, no matter where your journey may lead. And so, finally, Peggy, welcome back to the show. Oh, I'm so grateful to be on the show again. I think that uh, there's so much information to be given, so much information to be uh, um, expressed, and so I really appreciate being here. Well, I appreciate you being here, and you're absolutely right. I mean, when I come to a show and I think about all the things we could talk about, it's like you just never (laughs) can cover it all. And, you know, matter of fact, I was at a collaborative divorce Houston meeting recently, and I was talking to another attorney telling this attorney about the show, and she was really eager to learn more about it, specifically saying, do you have any documents you can share? I love documents that come from shows and what people say. And I'm like, there's an idea. I need to do that. (laughs) But not even just for the listeners, but attorneys as well, because there is just so much. And I know, Peggy, you have a breadth of experience in this. And to have you here again on the show is so helpful to me and the listeners. And so In preparation for the show, you suggested that we start our discussion by talking about decision-making, and I really think that's important and very interesting as a way to start. So please talk to us about decision-making. So I'm going to look at it from a couple of different standpoints, and the first one is that we're starting with a relationship. A divorce starts with a relationship. And, you know, sometimes we believe that our relationships, uh, you know, we're, we, we, when we find that person, we just feel like this is my soul partner and, and what could go wrong. And then things begin to happen. And at some point in time, there are many decisions that you make about relationships. Some of them are big and some of them are small, you know, like who's going to take out the garbage, you know, who's going to, who's going to be responsible for food shopping. But then there are also those decisions where you say, wait a minute, I just can't go on anymore like this. And that happens many times in a relationship, and they get resolved usually by two people sitting down and saying, yeah, let's 
let's make this a, a relationship that works for both of us. Mm. And then there's some point when you come to that decision-making again and you say, I'm done. I can't, I can't continue to uh, operate in this kind of environment. It's unhealthy for me. It's unhealthy for my families and for my family. And so that's, that's another decision. And that's a decision that is not made lightly at all. As a matter of fact, when we have interviewed people in our course and said, hey, you know, there's a decision and then there's indecision. There's that whole cycle of decision and indecision. And it sometimes goes on for years. So it is not an easy decision to make. It's a very hard decision to make. And so, um, you know, those are the people that we're trying to support as divorce coaches, the ones that have really grappled with this decision and have finally said, this is the best decision for me and my family. Yeah, so many things come to mind back to there's so much information to cover. But first thing that came to mind um, is I, I say this sometimes lightly, but I mean it in all seriousness, is we don't get married going, I'm going to get divorced. We don't go to the altar with any sort of uh, ideas about that. We we go to the altar thinking that we're going to be together forever. And and somewhere, as you talked about, somewhere life gets in the way and we whatever happens. And we come to that place and we're like, I can't go on. What I love that you said there, though, is in that consideration phase or when that topic comes up, uh, you mentioned that they sit down and they talk about what works for both of them. And I, I think in that consideration phase where I'm really getting to, Peggy, is realizing that this is a serious decision uh, any discussion around it is a serious decision, and it deserves that sitting down of two people and really looking at what are we doing here with those eyes wide open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because, you know, the worst thing that can happen is that you, that you, that you file for divorce. You use that question, you know, that question was, what do you need to know before you file for divorce? The first thing is filing for divorce can be a very, it can be a declaration of war for many people. And it's like firing a shot across the bow and the person who's blindsided says, whoa, what, what's going on here? And, uh, and even though you might say to yourself, we've talked about this many times, I've talked about how unhappy I am, the divorce word has never been used. Mm, and, yeah. and often that, you know, people have a choice about how they sit down and talk with their spouse about the decision to divorce. And if, and it's, and it is the hardest it is absolutely the hardest conversation to have. I was going to say on both sides, absolutely, um, either to the conversation to be had with you or you're the one leading the conversation. But what, uh, you know, I want to go back to it can be seen as a declaration of war. And, you know, some people may use that divorce word as a cry for help. So really think through this. Are you serious? Have you looked at... Um, from beginning to end and what your life is going to look like 
you know, five, 10, 20 years down the road because you could end up not being able to go back and and not getting your problem solved. Yes, we we always take ourselves with it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we really have to, uh, you know, what that's one of the that's one of the silver linings in divorce is that you get a chance to evaluate what did I do in this that contributed to the relationship uh, failing. You know what what was my what was my part in it. And then to recognize that and then to be able to uh, change that as you move into the next chapter because you don't want to have that experience again of thinking that you made the right, the right decision. This is the one, right? You're the one. You're the right one. This is forever. And then it doesn't work out that way. And, uh, and so you really want to, you know, you really want to think about how do I change the patterns that I've had? Maybe these patterns, most of these patterns are not things that we created when we got married. They also are things that we kind of developed over our childhood so that oh. we could figure out how to, how, to, how to cope with our, with our environment. It is really difficult um, for the other person who may have different, ex- totally different expectations about what a relationship is about. Yeah, so much in there, and I mean, and it's not just it, it's not just what's happening today, but it's what happened in the past and even before you got married. I think one of the things we need to make sure we really see here is we need to evaluate, recognize, and and change ourselves before we ever go to that um, that word divorce. When we come back, we're actually going to step into the rest of the five things you need to know. Before you divorce, we're here with Peggy Cooper. Uh, make sure you come on back. There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. Achieving the best outcome in divorce can be extremely tough when alcohol abuse is part of the process, especially around co-parenting. But there's help with remote alcohol monitoring. Soberlink is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to prove their sobriety. Soberlink uses real-time alerts, facial recognition, and tamper detection to ensure accurate and reliable results. With Soberlink, you can be confident that your kids are with a sober parent. Visit Soberlink.com. 
backslash DCH. If you've gone through or are going through divorce, you know it can leave you in a dark financial hole, feeling very confused and afraid. But there's hope. Her Sherman is a financial coach and works with those navigating the financial decisions of divorce. Whether it's eliminating debt or creating your financial wellness, you want Hirsch on your team. Hirsch's easy process helps you see the reality of your financial situation and make better decisions. Stop the suffering and get out of that financial black hole. Contact Hirsch today. Go to lifecycle.financial. That's lifecycle.financial. You'll be so grateful you did. And welcome back to the Divorce Coaching Hour. Today, we are talking about the five things you need to know before you file for divorce. And we're here with Peggy Cooper, and I'm so honored to have her back with us again today. Um, Peggy is somewhat responsible for me being a divorce coach. <laughs> she might take that responsibility on. She might not. I don't know. We'll find out here in just a minute. But what I mean by that is uh, Peggy actually co-founded and runs the Certified Divorce Coaching Program, which I certified through. And uh, in that program, I learned the term eyes wide open. It made a ton of sense to me because one of the things as a divorce coach and the host of this radio show uh, I, I want to do is to help you open your eyes and look at every nook and cranny of the, can you say that <laughs> nook and cranny that dated me, didn't it? Uh, nook and cranny <laughs> of divorce so that you're you're not coming on to something and it's just kind of... Um, uh, blindsiding you. We talk about being blindsided in divorce uh, when somebody else um, all of a sudden says, hey, I want a divorce. But in this situation, you don't want to be blindsided through the process. So we're wanting to open your eyes to really thinking about the process, giving it ample consideration. And so first, though, one of the things, as, as Peggy and I were talking on break, that might be a little ambiguous is what does this mean to file for divorce? So we're talking about what are the top five things that you need to know before you file for divorce, but we might need to define this this filing thing. Uh, Peggy, can you help us out with that? Sure. So divorce is a legal process, right? And it's really a process of dividing assets and liabilities and then to determining how you're going to assume responsibility for your offspring, your children, right? And so when people say, I'm filing for divorce, it means you're filing a civil suit mm. with the court. Mm -hmm. And um, and the other thing about divorce is that there are many options available to you about how to go about determining how to make those decisions of splitting assets and liabilities and taking care of the children. Going to court does not have to, it does not have to include going to court. You do have to file it in the court. But when you file a suit, somebody gets served papers. You know, we were talking about sitting down and talking about how, you know, how we're going to go through this divorce. It's the easy way is to say, I'm filing suit. I'm going to serve papers to my spouse. And that's how he's going to find out that he's getting divorced. Yeah. That is a really difficult thing to deal with. And often it's served in a public place, like a place of work. Yeah. And very adversarial. It's very adversarial. And it feels, and so what it does is it causes that automatic threat response. And when you have an automatic threat response, 
your ability to really think logically goes away because that slow, creative problem-solving part of your brain gets disconnected from that fight and flight and survival part of your brain because, you know, you just kind of lash out and you don't know what's going to happen when somebody is served papers. You don't know how they're going to respond at all. Yeah, for sure. And and one of the things we want to do with this show and we as divorce coaches is help people move through the process in a healthier manner. And starting in that ad- adversarial place is not going to help that come to pass. So you mentioned mm-hmm. um, a couple of different options that we have when we file. And I'm actually going to be talking about one in the two-minute tip called collaborative divorce. And you need to know about that, folks. But uh, real quick, let's set the stage with the options before we talk about the five things. I I guess that could be one of the five things. We need to know our options. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You need to know what what your options are so they don't automatically say, i got to hire an attorney, and then the attorney automatically uh, files a suit, and that suit will be served to the person. And but. Mediation is another option. Collaborative divorce and mediation are both private uh, kinds of activities. They don't get they don't get publicized ahead of time. You're not filing anything. You've both agreed to sit down and either with a mediator to sort of mediate what your decisions are, or in collaborative divorce, right? To have a, a team that's working with you, and. Uh, the automatic thought is, I got to hire an attorney, right? And so we had uh, some clients that came to uh, my husband as a mediator. They came to him for mediation, and in the process of doing that, uh, one of the parties went to an attorney to find out what her rights were—a perfectly reasonable thing to do, something we encourage people to do all the time. That doesn't mean to like pay a retainer and and file a suit right now, right? It says, hey, I need to find out a little bit more about this so yeah. I can be informed. Right. And he convinced her that in order to like protect her rights, she needed to file a suit. Mm. And when she did that, her uh, spouse said, oh, forget about the mediation. This is all of it. That's the way you're going to be. I'm going to go hire an attorney. And she said, no, 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 no. But I didn't even know that that was going to happen. I'm going to unfile. Right. So you can always hire an attorney, right? Uh, right. But how, the kind of attorney you hire is also important. Some people are litigators. They come alive in the courtroom. The courtroom is not where you want to go for family matters because it's very, um, it's very uh, adversarial. And it's all about winning and losing. And you, you, you don't want to do that. Not when you're going to be co-parents afterwards and so um so you know that's one of the that's one of the choices generally you hire an attorney because you assume you're going to go to court but you know only about uh, 50 to 80 percent of the of the cases go to court and um so there's really i mean 50 percent of 50 to 80 percent don't go to court They've only got a very small percentage to go to court. It's even less than than that 20% that's left over because some things just never really get through the whole process. They kind of close down. They, they never get settled. 
Yeah, for sure. And one of the things that I heard uh, recently about collaborative divorce is that the the ultimate goal for the attorneys is uh, is to find a settlement, not to go mm-hmm. to court. Matter of fact, they've not done their job. They lose their job if they don't settle because, in fact, in collaborative divorce, if if you can't come to terms collaboratively, then it kind of voids the whole process. And those attorneys who are within that um, process can't represent those clients going forward. And so much different than what you might see out there in the media and movies and mm-hmm. all about this litigation thing. But I think very important, Peggy, to to determine what kind of attorney you want. So really think about it. And I can't say enough is, and, and perhaps this is one of the things, the third thing that you need to know is what do you want this to look like when it's all over? Yeah. How do I want to look back on this? Do I want to look back with pride about how I was able to maintain relationships? Or do I want to say, yeah, I really got them. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to say that because your children are watching. And they're looking to you to model how you settle differences, you know, and, and how you, you model for them. Children are such imitators. However you model solving difficulties and having conversations with other people, difficult conversations, they're going to follow suit. For sure. For sure. I mean, so the repercussions could go on and, you know, you think you can think about a legacy, good or bad. And so, okay, you've come to divorce, but um, it's been said on the show before that divorce can affect four to five generations. And so mm-hmm. thinking way beyond yourself, what is this going to do to my children, the legacy of my children? Uh, so very important. Okay, so I think we've got three, maybe even four there. But what's another one that we want to look at, Peggy? <laughs> well, to also think about, uh, you know, what's most important to me in this process, as you pointed out. But there are also three other considerations that you need to really uh, take care of before you divorce. Maybe that's another topic. I think we're going to be looking at that question as well. What do I need to do before I divorce? But uh, you have to recognize that your safety is paramount, that the safety of you and your children is paramount. Mm -hmm. And divorce can be a trigger or someone who may tend towards anger or occasionally abusive behavior, whether it's physical or psychological, or maybe somebody who's just under extreme stress from family or job or personal or professional financial uh, threats. And so it's really important that you really consider your safety um, and have a, have a, have a safety plan if, you suspect that there's going to be any kind of um, very high-level emotional response from your uh, from your spouse. That's such an important caution. Uh, you're absolutely right. It can be a trigger. And, um, you know, like you were talking about earlier, it's coming from that emotional place, and especially if they're blindsided. And so uh, I think that possibly, again, 
speaks to the team. We talked about team, a team with re, with regards to the mm-hmm. options, um, but uh, the team of people that you would go to, some confidants who are objective to talk about before you kind of make that statement, you use that divorce word. Folks, we're talking about um, the five things you want to know, you need to know before you file for divorce and some things from a cautionary standpoint to think about. We're talking to Peggy Cooper. She's here with us today. She's the co-founder of the CDC program that I certified through and just a wealth of knowledge. So come on back. We're going to talk about more things you need to know before you file. Here's today's two-minute tip. Today, I want to talk to you about collaborative divorce. What is it? Well, bottom line, it's a different way to divorce, and boy, is it. First, I want to briefly tell you what collaborative divorce is. Then I'll share specific characteristics about it, which will indirectly point out the difference between it and what you may think is your only option when divorcing litigation. Here's what collaborative divorce is as defined on the collaborativedivorcehouston.com website. Collaborative divorce is a carefully structured and designed process through which spouses resolve all divorce issues focused on the unique circumstances of their family and children, if any, with the help of trained and experienced collaborative professionals, including attorneys and other professionals skilled in communication, finance, and parenting. Spouses will resolve their issues using interest-based negotiation. The interest-based negotiation process allows the spouses to reach agreements which are in line with their individual and joint interests and goals. Here are a few more benefits of collaborative divorce. It is solution-focused. There is an open, honest, and transparent exchange of information. There is a mental health practitioner at the center of the process acting as a communication coach. Children are better cared for. Experts are jointly hired and jointly compensated, and they are neutral parties. Negotiations are interest-based and seek a win-win solution for all involved. It's private and confidential. It's pocketbook-friendly. And settlement is the only goal of the attorneys. If you are considering divorce, I can't emphasize enough the importance of looking at the entire process of divorce in detail, and that includes the options you have when it comes to the dispute resolution process that's right for you. Collaborative divorce might be right for you and your spouse, or it might not be. I encourage you to go to collaborativedivorcehouston.com, collaborativedivorcetexas.com, or search for a collaborative divorce trained attorney in your specific area. And if you want to talk more about your options related to divorce, I'm happy to explore them with you as your coach. Please write to me at christy at christymindelow.com, and you can always visit thedivorcecoachinghour.com for more information. And remember to keep listening each week for another two-minute tip, all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit. God bless you. And you're listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour. Thanks for coming back. We're talking about the five things you need to know before you file for divorce. And we're talking to Peggy Cooper. Peggy is the co-founder of the CDC Divorce Coaching and Training Program. I had the honor of going through the program now uh, in 2019. I'm not even going to calculate the years, but uh, not long after, uh, in a matter of fact, even in the process was when the opportunity to start this show uh, was brought to me. Um, thank you, God. What a, what a godsend. <laughs> and here we are on the way to five years. 
And um, we actually have something that we'll we'll talk about in the fourth segment that's really exciting what we're doing with um, some folks from the CDC program around faith. Uh, and, and perhaps we'll talk about that in the fourth segment. So, But it's just so great to have you here, Peggy. I'm glad uh, you are here sharing your vast experience um, with regards to the divorce process. You work with clients. Uh, you teach coaches. And so it's just an honor to have you here. We've been talking about these five uh, things that we need to know before we file. And first, we started off with decision-making, understanding that this is a serious decision and you want to spend time with this. You you would rather sit down with your spouse and talk about it before blindsiding them with what would be filing for divorce. So uh, you want you want to give this careful thought. the The next thing we came to was um, you want to know your options. So before you even perhaps sit down, I'm not going to tell you the order to do this in. Maybe write these things down and then think about them. Uh, as to how best to go about them for yourself, but know your options. Know your options as to how, if you are going to move forward with divorce, are you going to um, uh, are, are you going to go through mediation? Are you going to go through collaborative divorce? Uh, do you want to litigate? Do you want to do a kitchen table divorce? Now, that's too much for us to talk about in this show, and in a couple of shows we'll have. The legal aspect, we've talked about that before on the show as well, and so you can go back into the archives of the uh, podcast and and grab that information. You can uh, find that at thedivorcecoachinghour.com, so you can find those in the archives. So we talked about knowing your options. We also talked about what kind of attorney you would want, so really think about it. Do you, do you want somebody who will um, will kind of understand where you are have empathy around it, guide you, inform you, um, or are you looking for that so-called shark? Uh, not going to have judgment on what you choose, but keep in mind when you um, uh, bring an uh, kind of an adversarial process to something that's already emotionally charged, you might get more <laughs> more of an um, uh, uh, conflict. And so just give that some thought. Um, also think about how do you want to look back on this? So think four or five generations at, uh, out for your children. How do you want them to have experienced this? But how do you want to look back on this? Am I, have I done the next right thing? Have I been good to people even in a difficult situation? And then uh, also um, assess your safety. Are you safe? Be thinking about that. And then also, how do I want to model this process uh, to my children? Because after all, that's where a lot of the fallout from divorce lands on children. And so, um, Peggy, anything else with regards to those five? Well, I think uh, that the, the impact on the children is also felt, you know, when their own, in their own life events. And you, you hear stories about what a disaster it was when both parents came to the wedding, mm. or to the, or to the baptism, or to the whatever the celebration is, the graduation. And so you want to make sure that somehow you help your client to give up the need for emotional justice and mm. really just find peace within themselves, so that they can show up as the as the parent 
you know, being their, their best selves as parent as they go to these future events. Yeah, sometimes very hard to do that. That adversarial um, environment you started with perhaps the uh, at the very beginning of the process is now carrying on sometimes even beyond you, <laughs> right? Uh, so very important to think about. Here's where I want to go now, Peggy, is what happens if we don't sit down and think about these things that we're suggesting here? Well, it's always best to be an educated consumer, uh, whether it's of legal services or uh cable network services, right? And so you want to you want to make sure that you um that you really have command of your facts. Because having command of your facts combined with being really clear about your values, those two things together really help you to be uh, uh empa- um, empowered to be able to make the right decisions moving forward. And it's um it's very easy to let your emotions run away with you and for you to, um, as you were talking about, the past informs the present. Sometimes we go on archaeological digs in the past <laughs> and our archaeological digs will turn up all the bad stuff. Mm. And that's not going to help. You've got to play the long game here. You've really got to, there's a lot of short-term relief or, or satisfaction that might come from being, from doing an I gotcha, but really the long term is what you're really interested in. How am I going to get from here to the other side of divorce so that I can really uh, create the next chapter of my life that's a great one for myself and for my children or for my family or for whoever the community is that you find yourself a part of. So important to think about um, the next chapter. Uh, if if something has led you to divorce, uh, you don't want to repeat that again, right? So taking this as an opportunity, a possibility to grow and develop. Um, I want to go back, though, to, uh, I love what you said, have command of the facts. And I think, again, that could be a separate show uh, because there are so many facts to, to gather. Um I want to ask quickly, how would you recommend people gain those facts? Uh, I know there's some emotional things where you're doing some emotional work and asking yourself some of the questions that we've already posed, but facts related to their state, their jurisdiction, how would they go about finding out about uh, those facts? Well, every state is very different. Every state has different divorce laws. It would be really nice if the United States reunited in their approach, <laughs> but they aren't because every um, every state has its own political environment, uh, cultural environment, um, you know, just, it, it's just, so it's, every state has its own laws. So that you want to go to your, uh, you know, your, the state, Every state has perhaps a Supreme Court where they house the statutes, but there's always a website somewhere that has has the information about the statutes that impact the requirements for child support and alimony and and divorce in general. There are also some very good law libraries or or online resources, and I'm going to give you a couple because I think they're really good, where you can go and find anything about 
the any of the 50 states. One is NOLO, N-O-L-O dot com, uh, and it's under the legal encyclopedia. And when you Google divorce in that legal encyclopedia, it also will give you divorce in your state. Mm. Very helpful. And then there's also uh, the law school at Cornell. So it's law.cornell.edu. Um, and uh, I don't know what WEX stands for in the address, but it's slash WEX slash divorce. If you, if you just Google where can I get information about, my, about the state laws, Lots of options come up, but these are these are particularly reliable uh, sources. Right. I would say um, you could probably just very easily type in divorce in blank and you'll get a lot of things. But, uh, you know, just don't, of course, read everything that you see and and vet it. Uh, uh, Often the bar associations within each state Mm -hmm. um, have websites and so forth. You can go there and trust that information. And then again, folks. N-O-L-O.com, uh, law libraries, that can be very helpful. And again, the law school at Cornell, um, I didn't catch that website. Would you repeat that for us again? Sure. It's www.law.cornell.edu slash WEX, W-E-X, slash divorce. Okay. I got. I hope you guys got that. <laughs> we'll we'll post that on our Facebook on our social media sites. Uh, hopefully, that will be uh, helpful for you. Another thing that many states have done is to um, to really up the ability for self represented uh, people uh, to access the legal network in a much more friendly way. And many of the courts in your local jurisdiction might have a self represented legal network center. Which will get you know, which has people that are there to help you understand where the information can be found and what forms have to be used. Absolutely, great advice. Why do you want to be looking at this information, folks? You want to be educated uh, as best you can about um, filing for divorce. If that's the step you're going to take, come on back. We're going to wrap things up talking about the top five things you need to know before you file for divorce. Friends, I'm so glad that you're listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour, and there's something I want you to know. I really want you to hear this. I, as a divorce coach and the host of this show, don't advocate for divorce in general. Our goal is to glorify God first and foremost by helping you save your marriage. The fact of the matter is that there are times when a marriage can't be saved. I know. I've been there. And when it can't be saved, we want to walk alongside you through it. We want to help you pick up the fragments, put the pieces together, and help you stand strong and walk through divorce courageously. And I want to share something with you that may help. I'm on another show here on KKHT. I'm honored to be the wingman on Courageous Christianity with Richard Mendela, where each week Richard and I talk about the intersection of our faith and the secular world. And together with interesting guests, we shed light on this critical intersection on spiritual combat and on the rules of engagement for Courageous Christianity. It's my belief that Courageous Christianity with Richard Mindelow can be another resource that you can turn to as you walk through this path of significant change in your life. So please join us. You can catch the show on this station, 100.7 FM KKHT, at 12 p.m. noon Central Time, Saturdays, and online at kkht.com as well. Hey, grab your lunch and join us for both shows back-to-back, 12 p.m. noon for Courageous Christianity and 1 p.m. for the Divorce Coaching Hour. You can also find all shows under podcasts 
under the Programs tab on KKHT.com. Richard and I hope you'll listen in. As always, if you want to reach me, you can find me at thedivorcecoachinghour.com or call me at 281-944-8043. We are grateful for you joining us each week and for your support. There's always so much information that we can talk about regarding divorce. You're listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour, and that's why we're talking about divorce. And today we're talking to Peggy Cooper. She's the co-founder of the Certified Divorce Coaching Program. Uh, I trained through that program, and she is here as uh, my conversation partner, helping us to talk about what the top five things are that people need to know before they file for divorce. And just a quick recap is you want to know your options uh, with regards to the different ways you can move through divorce. You want to think about what kind of attorney uh, you would want. You want to think about if I were to divorce, how do I want to look back on this phase of my life? Um, Because it will be over and it will be a, a phase that either you kind of took the high road or the alternative was the low road, right? Um, and uh, also you want to assess your safety, um, making sure you have a safe place to go in the event that there are uh, potentially and unfortunately some triggers that happen and that might trigger extreme emotion and uh, as far as domestic violence. So you want to assess your safety there. And then also ask yourself, what's most, what's the most important thing to me in this process? And specifically around your children, give some thought about how do I want to model, uh, you know, going through a change like this for my children. Um, of course, we talked about more, so you may want to go back and listen uh, if, in fact, uh, you've missed the beginning of this conversation. But where we want to go now is finding out more about how we could reach Peggy and learn more about the Divorce Coaching Program. So, Peggy, how can uh, listeners learn more about you? Well, our website is certifieddivorcecoach.com, and uh, and we have a lot of information there. And one of the things that we pride ourselves in doing is really having offering up a one-on-one conversation with one of the co-founders. And uh, we're happy to talk with you about... Does this fit into your goals? Is this something, is this really going to contribute to your success in whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish in this world? And so we have that 45-minute to an hour conversation with you, and then you can decide, is this the right program for me? Yeah. So there's no pressure, no pressure. Just We just want to make sure that you're clear about what this program is about and, uh, and whether it meets your needs. And so that would be someone who might be considering becoming a coach. I mean, a lot of the people in the divorce coaching pro- profession are, they've been through divorce and, hey, now I want to go help people do this. But also, do you open that up to people who are considering divorce themselves? Well, we often have people coming through uh, our program, so we sometimes do, who are in the midst of the divorce because they have wanted to become an educated consumer. Mm. And and they also want to feel like, hey, I know this is going to be tough to get through. I know I'm going to learn a lot, and I want to be able to turn that around and serve other people. That's so, so yeah, so interesting. And but we also have uh, another website called Divorce Support Help, which has got um, all of our uh, certified coaches on it, 
Well, not all of them, because some of them are working for law firms, but but we have uh, people who are uh, divorce coaches on that site, divorcesupporthelp.com. And all of the content of the material on that site is also written by all of the coaches that are there. Yeah, such helpful information. And, um, you know, there are uh, more and more divorce coaches now. And and you want to, that's another thing, you know, if if you're thinking about bringing a divorce coach into the mix, who would you want to work with? And I couldn't recommend working with a, a, a divorce coach um, um, more because a divorce coach will really help you gather your thoughts and do much of what um, guides you through a lot of this information we've already talked about. And there's more you can find out about uh, there. So, Peggy, as we are in the last segment here, I want to make sure that uh, we've covered as much as we possibly can. Is there anything that you think might be beneficial that we add to our conversation today? Well, I I think that there is this this notion of high-conflict divorce and Every many, many, many people say I'm divorcing a narcissist and it's a high conflict divorce. And here's when you have a divorce coach, especially when you're working with a divorce coach, you can choose what is it do I wanna do I wanna engage in that high conflict divorce or do I wanna really aspire to take the high road? And in in aspiring to take the high road, I'm going to I'm going to uh, really show up. Um, I'm going to honor myself first and foremost. And then I'm also going to respect the relationships, like the relationship I have with that other person, uh, because we are going to probably be, uh, you know, co-parents. And then there's also the inner awareness that helps you to overcome obstacles. And then the generous listening. You you know, you need to, uh, divorce is also a negotiation, and you need to listen to what's important to the other person so that you can really find the the point of agreement where you can actually create more than just sort of splitting everything in half. And then you also have to manage your hot buttons. And to do that, you really need to develop some new boundaries. And that that is the high road. And even if your partner says, I'm going to make life miserable for you, you can take the high road. And I've talked to many, many people who have said, it's not easy, but you know what? I feel so much better at the end of the day, believing that I did the best that I could do aligned with my values to get through the divorce process and model well for my children how to deal with difficult situations. Yeah, I can hear how empowering that would be. And I can also hear why that would be a good idea for someone who is considering divorce to go through the coaching program because there's just so much. We started the show off talking about there's so much information to cover. And uh, even in the 195 shows that we've done, we haven't begun to scratch the surface, I believe. You know, what I'm hearing there, Peggy, is it's really a lot about mindset. Absolutely. Is this, can I mention at this point in time, our faith-based divorce coaching? Absolutely. We, we, we pitched it out there earlier. <laughs> we teased it. And so I would love, to, love for you to share about that. So we all know that, uh, that, that your spiritual strength is often what gets you through divorce. 
And being connected to that and being connected to a spiritual community is really important. And we also know that sometimes spiritual communities can undermine people's efforts to really accomplish that because there's some uh, misunderstanding about what divorce is or it's seen as, uh, you know, a, a sin in the eyes of the church. And we're trying to bring together people from all different faiths to find common ground for, for what, what constitutes a person's passage in divorce through the whole uh, process of, of having a faith home, losing a faith home, regaining the faith home, then bringing back to the faith home some understanding about what it is that how difficult divorce is and, and, the, and the strengths that you gained in your spirituality as a result of the divorce. Yeah, I think that's so important. It's it, Speaking of the misunderstanding, there's been a couple of times uh, throughout my tenure as a divorce coach that I've had people who wouldn't work with me uh, because the the topic that I work around. And I think there is such misunderstanding. Uh, you know, the fact of the matter, unfortunately, about 40 to 50 percent of marriages, first marriages, are going to end in divorce. And, you know, as I often say from a faith-based perspective, I'm, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian coach. It's not for me to judge. Uh, that's between you and your maker. And it's not for me to judge. But what it is for me to do is to run out on the battlefield and help you off and help you grow spiritually. And you kind of talked about going back and forth to your spiritual home. And and if we've got this spiritual body that is supposed to help us and lift us, but they're undermining our efforts, it really is, um, it, it, it's, well, I'm just going to say it's not the way it should be. So Peggy, um, we've got just about 30 seconds or so here. Any final thoughts that you have? I just want to say that um, I feel so honored uh, to be a divorce coach because it picks people up when they're really at their lowest point in their life, and it really empowers them to really create something new and better for the next chapter. And uh, one of my favorite quotes is, of course, uh, it, when bad things happen, you have three choices. You can let it define you, you can let it destroy you, or you can let it make you stronger. And I am happy to say that I firmly believe that divorce coaching really helps to make you stronger. Uh, amen to that. And I, 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 I haven't said it in a while, but this can be a defining moment, good or defining moment, bad. The fact of the matter, it's a challenging situation. But how you look at it and the team you have around you to include divorce coaches can really help you grow through the process. And folks, that's what we we our goal is to do that to to help you think through the process and so peggy thank you so much um for the work that you do thanks for leading us as divorce coaches and thanks for joining us here today thank you it's been an honor um, our honor completely and friends i'm so grateful you've been here with us today it's my prayer that this show helps you or someone in your life thanks for listening to the divorce coaching hour i'm christy mendelo and i can't wait to be here with you each and every saturday from 1 to 2 p.m right here on 100.7 fm kkht the word
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.